everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's September 25th. It's 2020. And we have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. The last regular season baseball podcast that we'll have for the Morning Grind this season. Uh, feels like baseball season just started. It's crazy. When you're used to a 162-game season, um, only a 60-game season, like it flew by. It flew by. Like this is when you're starting to like – all right, 2020 stats. All right, we're looking good. And like, here it is, end of the regular season. So I'm joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Uh, definitely glad to try and close this season out with you uh, on the pod. Man, always a blast uh, to come on talking some some MLB, one of my favorite DFS sports. And man, let's close it out with a bang. Let's see if we can get some some six-figure scores here to close this thing out. Yeah, and what's fun is like you, um, you're scheduled for the first like um, postseason podcast too. So um, there we go. So you get to finish out the regular season, then you get to jump on with me for the first uh, postseason podcast next week. So, um, like you said, let's finish strong here. We get started with the Marlins and the Yankees. Sandy Alcantara against Jay Happ. Um, any interest here in Alcantara? Man. I just don't think it's the right slate for him. I don't feel like I need him. Uh, he hasn't been bad. Like, he's been an efficient pitcher. You know, hasn't really got beat up all year outside of, you know, one start against Tampa Bay. I think he could be okay. I just – I don't I don't feel like I completely need him on this slate. That's why it's going to be a pass. But I, I don't feel like he's the worst player in the world. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Um – like this is straight large field top heavy tournaments. He's 6,800. We have a lot of bats that we're going to talk about on this slate that we like. Um, the Yankees are a very right-handed heavy team. As long as they roll out that right-handed heavy lineup, LeMahieu, Judge, Stanton, Voigt, Torres, Ursula, Sanchez, like almost all their hitters are righties like Hicks and Gardner are lefties. Alcantara is very, very good against righties. 0.049 ISO, 214 Woba, 68% ground ball rate. He just doesn't strike righties out. And, and like, obviously, you want strikeouts. Um, and, and, like, that's the biggest issue here with Alcantara. But he's 6,800. He's facing a very right-handed heavy team. No one is going to play him in this spot. I'm just saying, hear me out. At least six innings and all but one start this season, like, I don't think he's the worst large field tournament play. I, I really don't. Like, the Yankees, they're going to help with the strikeout rate. They have some guys that strike out a bunch. Um, so, on the other side, Jay Happ, like, I haven't played Happ at all this season, and I'm probably not going to start here on the last regular um, season podcast, last regular season week, you know. Like, he's 8,600. It's not the worst matchup, but it's also not the best matchup either. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing Jay Happ. Uh, I'm probably going to be a lot more interested in the Miami Bats over over Jay Happ. He, he's a guy I'm not playing at all. Let's talk Miami Bats. Uh, what's standing out to you here for Miami? Listen, man, Jay Happ's going to be mostly fastball against this team. 61% uh, fastball to righties. Uh, you know, we've got Miguel Rojas here at the top of the order. 94% contact rate. 292 ISO, 52% hard hit rate. Not saying he's going to hit a home run today, but I, I definitely think it's in the cards. Here's a guy that I do think is going to hit a home run if he gets in the lineup, has the right spot. Garrett Cooper, 692 ISO, 
876 CX Woba, 713 Woba, 55% hard hit rate, 84% contact rate on that fastball. Garrett Cooper looks like a home run to me. Like him a lot. Those are my two favorite plays. Uh, and then I'll just round it out with some Marte, some uh, some Aguilar. But I like the Miami Marlins today. I, I think they're going to be a, a good stack for us, especially since I've got some guys that pitcher that I want to play. Yeah, I like the price on Cooper and Rojas uh, for sure, both under 4K. They're in good spots here on the road in Yankee Stadium. Um, I, I could definitely get behind playing either one of these guys. Now, like on the other, the flip side to like Alcantara is he doesn't strike righties out. There's a lot of power here. Like if you're playing some Alcantara, if you're crazy like I am, then make sure you at least have at least one Yankees hedge stack out there um, because they, <laughs> they 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 just they hit home runs in bunches, man. Yeah, I, I mean, look, if one goes across the fence, it could get ugly real fast. Uh, I'm with you here. Um, like I said, I, I, I won't have much Kintara. Uh, you know, he's throwing mostly sinker to both sides. That's kind of his his thing, you know. And look, to be quite honest with you, Aaron Judge sucks at sinkers. So so does so does Stanton. So you're already neutralizing two of their bigger bats. Can he pitch around DJ LeMayhew? I doubt it. No one can really pitch around DJ LeMayhew. Um, and then, you know, you got Luke Voigt, but he's mostly ground balls. He's 62% ground balls on the sinker. I think the one guy you're looking at here, if you know, if you want to get you a bat, believe it or not, it's Gary Sanchez, man. Uh, the guy's got a 345 ISO uh, and a 415 Wobo on that pitch, 43% hard hit rate. Kind of similar to Glaber Torres, but I think, you know, Gary, Gary the GOAT may be in line to uh, get a home run for us here. But I'm not saying he's a must play, but I'm saying if I had to have a couple guys, probably be Torres and Sanchez today. And you already know I love Gio Urshela because no one plays him. Red Sox and Braves, Chris Mazza against Kyle Wright. Um, listen, you can play pitchers from this game if you want to. This is the this is my game. Like, who, who can I play hitter-wise? I'll play them all. Like, do you like either one of these pitchers? No. Yeah, like, th- let's just let's just skip pitchers in this game, and let's just go straight to the bats. Let's start with the Red Sox. Um, listen, the Red Sox have had a very under underperforming season. Don't get me wrong, but this is a great spot. Kyle Wright is very, very hittable on both sides of the plate. Like, gives up a ton of hard contact to both sides of the plate. Like, the Red Sox are a phenomenal stack here. Like, I like the Brave side more, but the Red Sox are a phenomenal stack here. Yeah, I've pretty much attacked right pretty much every time he's been on the mound, whether it's been Miami, I don't care. Like, in my opinion, Stevie, I- I'll take any bat from Boston within a stack. Like, that- that's how I'm going to approach attacking Mr. Right here because he's definitely Mr. Wrong. Um, the other side, like the Atlanta side, gosh, Atlanta, this is a, this is a massive spot for Atlanta. Like, just think about it. Um, like (laughs) not only is Mazda not been great against, um, lefties, like the Red Sox bullpen is so bad that like, you know, it's, it's hard not to like Freddie. It's hard not to like all these guys really. Listen, First of all, let me go ahead and see if I can unjinx myself. Every time I feel like Atlanta's facing a pitcher that should neutralize them, they're scoring 15 runs. <laughs> they're playing against a pitcher that I think they should absolutely murder, and they give me a demoralizing zero runs, maybe two. 
I'm not going to let that sway me here. Smash spot for Atlanta. Stack them up. Play all the bats. Obviously, if you're going to play one bat in this game, got to be free money, Freddie. This guy's really struggling from the left side of the plate. 40% hard hit rate, 30% line drive rate, 11% walk rate, 7% K rate, 385 Woba to the left side of the plate. Freddie is the guy you definitely want to get in there uh, no matter what. You know, Nick Markakis at the bottom of the order. People don't want to play him. I love playing Markakis. He's going to get on base. He's going to drive in runs. Uh, so, you know, Albies, all the lefties, and then just just play Marcelo Zuna. Don't make the chief mistake of not getting Marcelo Zuna in your stacks. I've done this twice, and both times he's destroyed me with a multiple home run game. It's just god-awful. Don't play Braves without Marcelo Zuna. <laughs> don't do that. Um, don't do that. Yeah. Like, if you're going to stack the Braves, you got to you gotta get – you got to figure out how to get Acuna and, um, you know, Ozuna and Freeman in there for sure. Um, Jeez. Padres and Giants, Chris Paddock, uh, Tyler Anderson. So, this one's interesting. Um, oh, I lied. It's going to be Lamette and Anderson. Um Paddock is pitching the first game of the doubleheader. So this would be this would be one of those like seven inning games um because it's the second half the second game of a doubleheader. Um so like man, it's hard as much as I've loved the playing the Giants this season will, it's hard not to have slight interest in Lamet because like the upside is a complete game shutout because it's only seven innings. Yeah, look, that's that's kind of how I feel about these seven-game inning games. I know some people don't like them. I like it for doubleheaders. I mean, I think it, it really speeds the game along and doesn't hold players, you know, to the fire as much. Um, and like you said, what better way to get a cheap, complete game shutout than to play a pitcher that's only – they know he only has to pitch seven innings. I think that's more incentive to let him run if he's running good. Even if he gets in a jam in the sixth inning, I think they still let him go. So I'm with you, man. I like Lamette here. I think this is a prime time spot for us to load up on him. Yeah, I like the Giants too. Everybody knows. Like I've played the Giants a ton this season. Um, I do not like Tyler Anderson in the spot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, and it might even be like a watered down Padres lineup because it's the you know the second part of the doubleheader. But like, I, I still don't see like with what way you play Anderson here like at all. Yeah, um, I'm with you. And look, usually for those seven game slates, I'm I mean seven game, or the seven inning games. Excuse me, I'm really not interested in bats. I almost feel like I'd be willing to take a shot on the bats, especially with them being on the road. We know the Padres are going to get at least at least seven innings. I, look, it's not optimal. Okay, it's not optimal. But, man, when they're facing a pitcher like Anderson, who's got a 6.17 XFIP, 15.8% K rate, really struggling against righties, and a lot of their best hitters are righties, like Tatis Machado, Nola Myers, Fam. I mean, Stevie, I, I don't feel good saying it. I feel like the Padres could win somebody a tournament today, even in seven innings. I, I really feel strongly about this. They can. Um, like you, you obviously it helps that they're on the road. So you're guaranteed seven innings at least like, you know, um, the worst part is like if they were at home here in this matchup, I, I no. would probably like, 
you're looking at like six innings and like, all right, now we're getting to the point where we really got to like, think about it. So, um, you know, for me, as far as like the Padres go here, I, I feel like we're not going to know a lineup probably like, and like, that's my, it's probably my biggest concern here. Um, it, Cause like, I was looking at it before we got started. The first part, the first double header for these guys. Um, this is the first game of the double header. That doesn't make sense. I guess it, it would be four o'clock. So this is the first game of the double header. So we'll have the lineup. So just kidding. Um, so yeah, I think, man, Machado, Tatis, Nola, Myers, all these guys, even like fam, you know, you can definitely stack the Padres here. Um, because they can put up 10 runs in this spot. It's just like if, – If they put up 10, it's like them playing nine innings because they're going to bat around at least once. Yeah, and like, man, Tommy Pham's super cheap. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't like any Giants bats here. Yeah, zero. Not, not playing any. Yeah, I like Lamette a lot in this spot. Um, Moving on, we got – the Pirates and the Indians, Mitch Keller against Carlos Carrasco. Um, any interest here in Mitch Keller? Negative. Yeah, 6.17 XFIP on the season. Decent strikeout rate against righties, but he's been awful against lefties. Only an 8% K rate against lefties this season, and he's going to face probably six left-handed hitters here. They usually leave Fran Mill in there um, and Perez, depending on like who's catching the day. So, um, and then Carrasco on the other side, like he faces one of the worst offenses in baseball. It's hard not to like this spot for him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, is Sandy Leon still with Cleveland? I hate to be asking that question. I feel like he is. Did he get hurt? I think I'm just saying, yeah, I think I'm I'm thinking they could squeeze him in there as well. And he would be another switch hitting lefty. So I I just, just something that, that came across, came across my mind at any rate. Not playing any Pittsburgh bats, not playing any Keller. Pretty, I'm pretty much all about one side in this game, and that's the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Carrasco definitely at the top of my list in terms of pitching today. Uh, Going to be one, one, one of the guys that I think I feel like we want to get in for cash and tournaments. Yeah, like the Indians are still fighting, right? Like they still have a chance to win the AL Central. It's the Twins, the White Sox, and the Indians. They're all within like two games of each other coming down the stretch here. So. The Indians are gonna they're gonna do everything they can to sweep this series against uh, Pittsburgh to finish out. So I, I like Crasco a lot here. It's hard not to like the spot for him. Yeah, I think they let him go because I mean, you know, the Rays have already clinched their division. Central's still up for grabs. I mean, I, I you know, like you said, Twins thirty five thirty two, White Sox thirty four twenty three, Indians thirty four and twenty four. Whoever closes it out is gonna do it. I think they let Carrasco go. Um all, all aboard the Carrasco train. Um, I'm with you. I don't like the Pirates bats. As far as like the Indians bats go, I don't mind any of the lefties here. Like, uh, like I said, Mitch Keller has been awful against lefties. Like, I probably won't end up on Cleveland here, but I, I could see them going off in this spot. It, it's just like they're the the guys you want. Like Ramirez and Lindor are both like super expensive, and like it's hard to like get them in like a full stack here. Yeah, I mean, maybe you, maybe you, maybe you give up one of those guys, and you just take. For me, if I'm going to take one, it's going to be uh, Ramirez. Between the two, like I'd spin up on Ramirez, and then maybe get a little Carlos Santana, a little Naquin, little Josh Naylor at the bottom of the order. Like that's probably what I'd do if I wanted to stack them to try to balance it out. 
I would definitely side with Ramirez over Lindor if I had to choose between the two. Uh, um, Keller's throwing that fastball 65%, I mean, 48% of the time to the left side of the plate. Ramirez has got a 556 ISO on that pitch, 93% contact rate. I, and, and Lindor's at a 125 ISO and a 90% contact rate. Doesn't mean he's not going to hit a Rome run, but it certainly looks more likely that Ramirez takes it out of the park. Tigers and Royals, Spencer Turnbull against Brad Keller. Um, any interest here in Spencer Turnbull? Slight interest, Stevie, in Spencer Turnbull. Slight. Uh, has a pretty pretty neutral uh, K splits across the plate, 22% the righties, 20% the lefties. Uh, you know, he's given up hard contact almost equally to both sides. Uh, 10% higher ground ball rate to righties at 57, 47 to lefties, though. Slight interest in Turnbull. I think he'll actually be okay here. Brad Keller has been terrible this season. Five XFIP, 15.5% K rate. Um, does he get some ownership here facing Detroit? Like, he's 7,400 facing Detroit. Like, are, are people going to play him in this spot? I hope not. Uh, I'm not playing him. I And look, Detroit's K rates are through the roof. I would still side with Detroit over Keller. I, I'm, I'm not playing Max, uh, uh, Max Keller here. Just, I mean, Brad Keller, excuse me. No way. Uh, let's talk bats. Anything for Detroit? Yeah, man. Um, you know, wh- while the numbers don't look great on paper in terms of ISO and WOBA, um, Victor Reyes, man, I think he's a guy we can get in there. We've got Castro. He's another guy. Now, the K rates are up there. But all, all these lefties, man, I, th- I think these guys are prime f- for the pickings here. We know we're not going to have to pay a lot for them. Um, and, and look, I think if you want to go double, double, double expensive pitcher, this is another team that you can look at along with Miami uh, to, to try to plug in as a secondary stack. I definitely think Detroit is in consideration today for secondary stack status. Yeah, Castro, Miggy Cabrera has found the fountain of youth over the last couple of days. He's been crushing the ball. Candelario got hurt um, on Thursday, so he probably is not in the lineup here. Um, I could definitely get behind like a one, two, three stack as a secondary stack. They're pretty cheap too. So, um, any interest in the Kansas City bats here? Kind of a. I like Turnbull more than Kansas City. Um, that's just kind of where I'm at. Now, they don't have you know, a whole bunch of guys that are going to K, you know, crazily. But you got Mondesi, you got Solaire, and then you got a couple other guys that are over 20%. I guess we should not encourage people to not play Salvador (laughs) Perez, who continues to just be on a massive heater. I'm still not playing Salvador Salvador Perez at these prices. But uh, at any rate, man, the guy's hot. We know I'm not playing him. Like, he he can be the hottest hitter in baseball, and he's – like he's a catcher that is 5k like <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it i have rules okay i have to stick to my <laughs> rules i have to stick to my dignity will i have yes. to stick to my like i have a brand and if i start paying 5k for a catcher like people are gonna really call me out all right like i am i am captain of the team punk catcher like and it has been that way for years so um, I have no idea who the punt catcher is yet today. Like, I was looking a little bit. Like, there's a couple guys down there. Like, Austin Romine cracks the line of Detroit. He's 2,600 against Keller. All right. All right. <laughs> um, moving on. 
we have the Astros and the Rangers. Um, Jose Yurkaidi against Kyle Cody. Um, any interest here in Yurkaidi? Uh, last time I didn't have interest, man. He just destroyed a team. I mean, just destroyed them. It was Texas, buddy. And that, oh, yeah, I know. And that's what I was going to say. And it was <laughs> <Sorry>. Texas. <laughs> and Let me it was, interrupt you. <laughs> we're good. We're good. I, I just, man, I look at these numbers. I can't do it. I, I, I want to. And look, I, I feel bad because I, I, I've considered playing so many other pitchers, but 13% K rate, just it just doesn't get it done for me. It, it, it just I, I just can't. Like, it's Texas. They've been terrible. I can't play them, Stevie. I'm sorry. The, the K rate is just too low. Listen, I, I'll play you pitching against Texas at 7,100. Like, you know, they're <laughs> – this lineup's bad. It is rough. They um they're they're ready to go home. Like let's just be honest, they're ready to be done with this season. Um, so for me, I think at seventy one hundred, he's worth a shot. Like he, this team stinks. They're bad. Like yeah. you just start you start looking at some of these strikeout rates for these guys, and it's just like, it's crazy. Yeah, they are terrible. Um, any interest on the other side here? Um, Cody. Negative. Yeah, like he has a decent strikeout rate. Um, but overall, I just, you know, it's hard to like him in this spot. Um, 5.2 XFIP going against a team that doesn't really strike out a ton. Like you really need, you really need to play him against teams that are going to strike out a lot. Um, Houston bat. Like, I don't love the Houston bats here. Like, you know, I, I think they're in play, but I think that like, when you, when you start like building lineups today, like how many times are you really going to end up on like Springer at 54, Bregman at 47, Altuve at 47? Like I, I, they're just not my, they're not my expensive stack on the slate. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that, that makes them intriguing because I think we've got to think that, they're going to probably be the lowest on team. The, the thing about Houston that I always talk about, Stevie, is the fact that, look, they're a consistent team. And, of course, on today's game, I think they did score 10 runs. But this isn't normal for them. They're not the Braves. They're not, you know, the White Sox or, or the Yankees. They're not a team that puts up 12 to 15 runs, you know, multiple times in a month. Like, that's just not who they are. They are going to put up five to eight runs. And, and – for that reason, typically their upside is limited most days. Uh, they're not hitting a whole lot of home runs as much. So I, I'm not, I'm not playing Houston on this slate. I do think they're fine stack, but I just, I much rather play the Braves or Boston or something like that. Let's just be honest. You're, you're just disappointed to see Michael Brantley, you know, his price start with a four instead of a three. You know? <laughs> That's all it well, is. You notice I didn't mention him today. Uh, not that. <laughs> He's still bad. I mean, he's still a fine play. Everything looks good, but um, – and look, I'm happy. They finally got him priced up at the end of the season, literally the end. Um, Will, any interest in the Texas bats here? No, sir. Like, if for some reason your Kyrie becomes, like, chalk, sure. Uh, you can stack Texas and you just kind of hope that – you know, they get to him a little bit. But overall, like, I, I don't think it's a spot that, no, I, I love. That's all. Correct. Same here. 
Last week is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, standard the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code GRIND. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week three action. Enter code GRIND to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code GRIND, only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, we move right along. Here we got the Reds and the Twins. Tyler Molly against Jose Barrios. Um, any interest here in Tyler Molly? No. This whole game just screams like, eh. Like, that. that's how I look at this game. I just look at this game as eh. Like, two really decent high, high strikeout guys. Um... And, like, against offenses that I respect enough. Um, so, for me, like, I'm going to I'm gonna probably pass on Mala here. And, like, Barrios, kind of the same. Like, there's some strikeout upside against Cincinnati, but they have, like, four or five guys of ISOs over 250 against right-handed pitching this season. Yeah. I, I actually like – I like Minnesota here, man. I really do. Um, it's just the, – it's the lefties, like – Nothing's really changed here with Molly. I mean, the fly ball rate's almost 60% against the lefties. I mean, he, he's striking out lefties at 26% versus 33%. Um, I just I, – I, I think I think the lefties are going to play. Not that the righties aren't it, – it's it's closer to neutral than, than you think it is, but that fly ball rate being at almost 60%, I – I, I like these lefties, man. Keller, um, I'm, Kepler, excuse me, Rosario, Jake Cave, like Polanco. These guys look good to me. I, I think I'm going to run a Minnesota stack out, and I'm probably going to get them at a lot lower ownership than usual. You, are, I think you will get them at low ownership for what it's worth. I, I don't think they'll be popular. I think the upside's there. Tyler Molly's a fly ball guy, um, so – you know, if they turn a few of these like long, long hard hits into home runs, like you're you're sitting pretty, that's for sure. Yeah. Cubs and White Sox, you Darvish against Dylan Sees. Um, any interest here in you Darvish? Yes. Uh I will continue to have interest in you Darvish, man. Uh look, he's been would we dare we say close to the second best pitcher in baseball this year? I mean, it's, it's pretty close. I mean, I, there's a group that I think we can all put together and him and Bauer and um, uh, God, what's the other guys that we just talked about Giolito. Like there, there's a kind of a group of guys that I think we can put together. I, I think he's right in that not top Jacob DeGrom. Sorry. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom. Absolutely. All those guys. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Can't name them all, but all those guys are in that group, you know, outside of Bieber. And I, I, I think he's there, man. The numbers still look good. I think he can mow this team down. K rates are up. So Darvish is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Expensive. You know, can I play two expensive pitchers, him and Carrasco? I think I can. Um, so he's on my list. Serious consideration 
for, you know, really heavy ownership. I'm thinking 40, 50% here. Fair enough. Um, I think it's a great spot. A lot of strikeout upside here. The White Sox, they're having a decent year, um, kind of very underrated team this year. I don't think a lot of people expected the White Sox to, you know, be sitting second. Um, but every game matters for both of these teams. So um, I do think it's a tough matchup for both sides. Um, Dylan sees on the other side though, like, well, I know you, like you were talking about like how you've been playing the Cubs and they keep letting you down. Um, I, I, I'm sure you opened up this slate and didn't want to see this spot. <laughs> oh, of course I didn't. Uh, they just got, mowed down today by uh it wasn't steven brawl it's the other guy at any rate um i i can't listen guys i'm just being honest with you i've been let down too many times by the cubs i'm fully expecting the cubs to go out hit four or five home runs today somebody's probably going to have a double dong game probably hap or something like that i'm personally telling you guys the cubs have let me down so much every time i pl- press the cubs button they don't score any runs I'm just not playing them anymore this season. I don't care if it's showdown. I'll find a way to not play them. Not playing any Cubs, just personal. That's it. Listen, I think you can stack them up here. Um, <laughs> like Dylan Sees has an 11% K rate against lefties. Oh, and like, oh man. It's really hard not. It's really hard not to love Ian Happ in this spot. Like him oh, and Schwarber gosh. and Rizzo and Hayward. Stop, please <laughs> stop. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> I know you hate the. I hate it, but like, look at gosh. the pricing. Like, I, I know Happ might not play. Um, I know he got banged up. Um, or like in the game Wednesday, but like if he's back in there, like Happ is forty-two, Rizzo's forty-three, Schwarber's thirty-nine, Hayward's thirty-seven. Um. Kipnis is 33, you know, like, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard stop, not to like, stop it. Just please, it's hard please. not to like the Cubs here, man. Um, I'm going to pass oh, on the White Sox. Gosh. Like I, I definitely respect, um, you know, Darvish enough not to play batters against him. That's for sure. God, the cup, man, listen, you just, <laughs> I, I'm just so worn out with the Cubs. Gosh. Uh, Brewers and Cardinals, Eric Lauer, Daniel Ponce de Leon. Um, any interest here in Eric Lauer? Negative. Yeah, very right-handed heavy team. They're not the best team against left-handed pitching, but Eric Lauer is not the best pitcher. So 7.23 x um, fit. That's all you need it. to say. Uh, <laughs> Ponce de Leon's kind of a reverse splits guy. He's been very good against lefties this season. Well, I say very good. He's been – at least a little bit above average against lefties, and he's been way below average against righties. Um, do you have any interest here in Ponce de Leon going up against the Brewers? I mean, here's a guy I think we take a flyer on. Is is he giving up a lot of hard contact? Yes, absolutely. Is he walking one oh, too many guys? I even wrote down that this was a doubleheader game. Doubleheader game, yes. I was like, is. ah. I even wrote it down, Will. Like, we even talked about it before we started. I even wrote it down. I said (laughs) – We did. And we're just sitting right here. Well, either way, the Cardinals need to win if they want to do something. 27-26. I was like, man, why isn't Ponce de Leon? Why do I got to go find this price? Uh, (laughs) Angels and Dodgers, um, Andrew Heaney, Clayton Kershaw. uh, Any interest here in Andrew Heaney? I want to have some interest, Stevie. 
I, I really do. Just because the guy's got the stuff. He's got the K rate. The XFIP isn't high. It's just we're afraid because it's the Dodgers. You know, I've streamed pitchers against the Dodgers in the right spot. Um, I think I have slight interest in Haney today. Not, not a lot, but enough to where he's right out, you know, not in that top tier pitching and I can still play him with one of those other guys. That, that's kind of my thing. He's a guy I trust a lot more than, say, you quit going against Texas just because he has the K rate. It really is just going to, for me, it's really just going to come down to what the Dodgers lineup looks like. If it's a watered-down lineup and, like, I can get behind playing some Heaney, if it's the normal Dodgers lineup, I'll probably pass. Uh, and then Clayton Kershaw is having a, fan, a fantastic season, but, like, how deep are they going to let him go in this spot? Like, like that's my, my biggest concern um, when it comes to the Dodgers, like, They've locked it up. The Padres aren't catching them. You know, the Dodgers got it. Like, you know, what what are we going to see here as far as, like, Clayton Kershaw? Are we going to see, like, 80, 90 pitches go ramp up one more time before the playoffs start? Um, like, he only threw 86 pitches his last start. Could he get there in 86 pitches? Sure. Is it a tougher road against a team that walks a lot and doesn't strike out as much? Like, sure. But, you know, if you want to play Kershaw, I'm not going to talk you off of it. I just gave you my concerns. Yeah, and I, I think I share share the same concerns as well. Look, I, I, Kershaw's, Kershaw's been a guy I've played this year, especially on a slate where you've had other top tier pitchers, and it's worked out about fifty percent of the time, which is which is good enough for me. But I'm with you. I don't think he goes the distance here. Um, Ninety pitches at max. I think Carrasco goes the distance. So I'd much rather play Carrasco and Darvish teams that are going to be continuing to fight a little bit. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I I can't I can't do Kershaw here. Like I like again, I'm not going to talk you off of it, but I just I can't do it. Uh, I'm not going to play the Angels bats against him. I think oh, that's negative. crazy. Yeah, same. Um, way. any interest in the Dodgers bats here? No, I think I'm going to pass on the Dodgers as well. Like I said, I, I I've got enough respect for Haney. Like I said, he's a guy I'm considering today. Depending on the build, so I I'm not a, I'm not going to play any Dodgers bats. Not going to tell anyone to not play them, but I, I'm personally not playing any Dodgers. Yeah, I think a guy um, a guy like AJ Pollock is super interesting as like a one off on um, Fanduel. I don't have his I don't have Fanduel pricing up in front of me, but he's usually like super cheap over there. So um, he would be someone that I'd really like on Fanduel as like a one-off. They kind of priced him up on DraftKings. So maybe not on DK, but on Fanduel, I was kind of trying to delay and my tab is taking forever to open. So I can't look at the pricing for him. So oh, there it goes. Um, so he is 3,400 on Fanduel. So he's still kind of expensive, but I still don't, I don't hate the spot. Uh, Mariners and Oakland Athletics, you say Kikuchi against Chris Bassett. Um, any interest here in Kikuchi? Uh, I don't hate Kikuchi here. I mean, 24% K rate, 3.76 XFIP. You know, I, I think he's okay. Uh, you know, for the price, I, I'm always going to have slight consideration for Kikuchi. Hey, there's heat against an Oakland team that struggles against guys that throw heat. Um, Pretty sure he, he dominated this team at one point this season. Um, 
Yeah, 29 fantasy, 29 fantasy points. So um, at 6,400, I have a ton of interest in him. Um, he is like, I think he's my favorite value pitcher on the slate. Um, and I honestly, I don't think it's honestly that close. Um, so I, I like him a lot in this spot. Um, Bassett, I'm not playing Bassett here. I know Seattle stinks, but like Bassett's 7,900. He's not the worst play. Um, he's been pitching phenomenal here down the stretch. So maybe, maybe I should have some interest in him. Yeah. I mean, pretty, I I think he's okay. Like, I think he's another guy that you maybe mix in. Like, you know, if I had to choose between Bassett and Uquiddy, I'd probably take Bassett, me personally. Um, slightly higher K rate, you know, but but that's me. But I'm with you, Kikuchi and, you know, of course, Alcantara. Those are kind of my two guys in the bottom tier that I've got my interest in. But, like, the only reason that I was, like, kind of took a step back on, like, not, like, instantly writing, you know, Bassett off here is, like, I don't like any of the bats on either side of this game. So, like, you know, maybe I do take a shot on Bassett at 7,900. Maybe he isn't the worst play in the world if I'm, like, trying to load up on a stack somewhere. Yeah, I totally get it, man. It's just we've got those vomit stacks, the Cubs that I don't want to play in Detroit, Miami, and it's like, well, I can get so much more upside from Darvish and Carrasco. But I totally get it. Um, any interest in the bats? Nope. No interest on either side. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass here. Like Yeah. <laughs> Just nothing, man. Like this this game could be like one zero and it wouldn't shock me. Like now that like Dylan Moore <laughs> like Dylan Moore is on like that concussion list and whatever, like he was the one guy that like I was like consistently playing from this team and like I'm out. Like, I'm just – I'm completely out on this team here. So, yes. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then um, we'll get out of here. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on the slate. Well, you know who I'm going with, man. Let's go Sandy Alcantara. Uh, he's my guy today. Yeah, I'm going to – like I just said, I think um, Yusei Kikuchi is my favorite um, value play on the slate. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with him. Hopefully, he can get there. Um, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Ooh, who is the bus? Over 8K, less than 15. What if you're going to take my guy? I think there's three. Let's, let's go Tyler Malley. Ones. All right. I was going to say, I think, there, I think there's three guys. I think... I'm not like I'm going with Hap here as my my fade. Um, I like the Mar- I like the Marlins, man. I think they're in an interesting spot. Like we didn't even oh, talk I, about like John oh, Birdie I'm sta- at twenty four hundred. Marlins, you already know this. You you already know. Um, give me a guy over four K to hit a home run. My over four K bat today, man. You know he he's a guy I talked about. I talked about this team saying if I was going to play him, he was my guy. G- give me Jose Hernandez. All right. Jose Ramirez. I said Hernandez. You knew who I meant. I know who Jose you meant. Ramirez. I knew who you meant. Um, yes. All right. I'm going to – man, there's two guys I love today. I'm going to go with Devers. I, I was thinking about Cesar Hernandez and Jose Ramirez. I just put them together. 
<laughs> I was thinking about Freddie. Free Money Freddie um, was the other guy that I was oh, like really contemplating. Yeah, I was contemplating there. Uh, give me a guy. <laughs> give me a guy under four K to get two hits. Listen, man. Beyond beyond two hits, man. Out of the park. Give me my boy Garrett Cooper. Talked about him earlier on the pod. Talked about the fact that I like these Miami Marlins. Garrett Cooper, have yourself a day, sir. All right, I like it. I'm going to – I guess I'm just going to – I'm going to say Miguel Rojas. Batten, Come on. Come on down. Let's go, Marlins. Let's go, Marlins. Let's go, Marlins. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs. All right, not going to give you the Marlins. Already talked enough about the Marlins. I do think they score six or more runs. I'm going back to the well on Cleveland here. We talked about these lefties. Uh, I think these guys are in play. I think this is a great spot for the Cleveland Indians. Just because it's the last regular season podcast of the year, and I won't be able to tell you to stack them anymore this season um, because they stink and they obviously are not making the playoffs. Give me the Boston Red Sox to score six more runs um, on this one. So, um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Uh, Season's winding down. Man, I'm excited to be on the first – uh, postseason pod, the, the triple P. So this is going to, or the PSP. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Can't, can't wait, man. Uh, and everybody, let's have some fun. Yes, sir. It's going to wrap it up here for the regular season of baseball. It's been fun. Uh, we have a cool new podcast that'll be out Monday uh, with uh, Blender and myself talking some NFL. I'm excited for that. And, um, you know, we got some fun stuff planned over the next month. We will be covering. Um, the baseball playoffs and stuff like that. So uh, make sure you guys continue to check us out. Always appreciate you guys uh, listening each and every day. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you on Monday.